0: Hey everyone, before we get into all things protein, if you are looking to level up your fitness journey and get one-on-one support, custom coaching with me or Kyle, go ahead and DM us the keyword coach to our Instagram at colossusfit. C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Make sure to hit us up with the keyword coach for a special opportunity to launch into our exclusive one-on-one coaching at an amazing discount. Now into the episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with...
1: His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the
0: house. And today we're gonna be talking all things protein. So people have been loving protein these days. It's great to see the kind of just the idea around it shifting before people would always just say, oh, protein, stay away, it's gonna kill your kidneys. And now it's really good to see people embracing it and kind of getting past that bro science and I know there's also a lot of confusion around it how much should you have of it how much can you have per meal how much can your body use and I really just want to take the time to get into the science of this but also to explain it simply and in a way that you'll be able to go ahead and leave this episode knowing how much you should be aiming to have and why so quite simply we're going to start it off with Kyle he's going to let us walk us through what is protein what does it do
1: so yeah, basically when we search it up on Google, it says proteins an important part of a healthy diet. Proteins made up of chemical building blocks called amino acids and it uses these amino acids to build and repair muscles and bones and make to make your hormones and enzymes, and they can also be used as an energy source. So simply put, uh, dumbing it down for you and just kind of giving you some more explanations as to what it does. It essentially helps you build muscle, it helps you maintain muscle in a deficit, and I know a lot of people are entering a deficit and trying to cut body fat, trying to lose weight, and protein is simply put, gonna be super important to help you maintain that muscle mass, which is something a lot of people miss out on. Obviously, it is uh, an energy source, and then it also is the most, uh, satiating nutrient as well. And these are all things that are super important. And a lot of people don't realize when trying to lose fat, like sometimes people don't realize they're like, man, why am I so hungry? And they're having just s- such a low amount of protein. And I'm not sure if there's a study done on this. I wish there was, but I would be curious to see just like an average population of like how many people are under eating on protein. I would guess that it's just a massive amount of people. Um, but that's why we want to educate you on the importance, the benefits, and, uh, share some great info so you don't have to be one of those people just neglecting your protein intake
0: yeah it's one of those things that sounds like too good to be true that it does all these things and obviously a drawback to protein is it is expensive generally when you buy something you get your grains your veggies and like you want to add your protein and it's like as much as the other thing and that's because good sources of protein are indeed quite expensive and people will usually get in the weeds with this and they'll say, okay, well protein, are we talking protein powder? What are we talking? So once again, it's just a nutrient. It's four calories per gram. It's an energy source. It's gonna help supply your body with amino acids and it's a very important muscle builder. So making sure you have enough of that each day biggest benefit more energy more satiation with food so how satisfied you are with that food as well as the ability to put on more good muscle and have more control in your diet so why would you not do this but that takes us to our next question of how much protein should you have in a day so people get real in the weeds about this and there's just a lot of different thought Quite simply, and I find the best science really post uh, or really points to most people being at about around a gram of body weight per day. Now, some people will say it should be a gram of lean mass. And if I say that to you, you'll say, what the heck is my lean mass? How do I even know that? And that gets incredibly complex and really hard to pinpoint. And I'm more of a fan of this one gram per body weight of healthy individuals. Exceptions would be someone will say, okay, well, if you're 500 pounds, that's really dumb advice. And I would say that's some advice. So if you are in that obese spectrum, or you are severely underweight, you would very likely need to have more protein. But for most of the population, 90% of the population, aiming to be at about around a gram per body weight is the best measure. A good upper limit, even from Dr. Mike Isertel, he has some incredible content on this, is actually 1.2 grams on the upper end of the spectrum. And this could be a great kind of easy way to cover your bases if you're unsure of the quality of your protein sources. So if you are someone who's a vegetarian or you're getting sources of protein primarily from non-meat sources, which are gonna be more dense in amino acids, you would do well to actually have a little bit more but if you're someone who's not once again you likely be fine at a gram I'm at about a gram and if you really want to cover your bases you could go up the only other exception for this would be people that are in a spectrum that actually have a harder time using the bioavailability of protein this is rare there's really not a great way to know if you're one of these individuals but once again a gram is going to be ample for most people and if you're deep deep in a cut getting close to a show this is where you could also have a little bit more you go 1.25 and if you want to be absolutely crazy you could go to 1.5. and if you say okay well what if i just like protein i'm 200 pounds one gram a day would be 200 grams of protein but i like eating 270. am i gonna die what are the drawbacks so Your body can only use so much of this protein to take the amino acids that actually help you build muscle. Saying so, if you just keep eating it, it's not like it's going to invisibly disappear. Your body will still use it for other functions like brain health, energy, or it will just excrete it. So there's a lot of different ways this can go and there is really no harm in having it. Biggest drawback is if you have too much protein, it really limits your ability to get an adequate amount of fats as well as carbs, which are absolutely fantastic for putting on muscle. Carbs get villainized, but they're a great energy source and they will also help aid in putting in muscle. And if you're just having unnecessary amounts of protein that you can't use as well as you would carbs, which will generate insulin, which will help you once again put on more muscle that's where you will get that drawback so there's no need to be extreme if you like it it's okay you can have a little bit more but generally your best rule of thumb hearing all the considerations is to be at about that gram per day mark i find that is the simplest thing and a lot of people will say also okay well i've heard from my doctor or someone it's bad for your kidneys If you look into the science of this, it's actually if you have a lot of protein, like ridiculous amounts, we're talking two, three grams per body weight. And it's with individuals that already have a predisposition to having bad kidneys or kidney issues. And if that is you, you should definitely talk to your doctor or dietitian or someone who can advise you on what's a reasonable amount to have. Is having one gram per day, there's no literature saying that is gonna damage your kidneys in any regard. It's kind of like an old wives' tale. But once again, if you do have a history of that, you do need to look into that as well so that is pretty much that well said anything you want to add on there all right let's keep the party alive so the next question is how much protein should you be having per meal so if you've listened to protein or you've been in the gym people used to be big on the anabolic window i haven't heard it as much so i won't spend too much time on it but that's post-workout when your muscles are broken down they're up they're ready to grow but they need some amino acids they need some protein to make it happen so gym bros used to make sure as soon as they finished that last set they'd reach in their bag and quickly make their protein shake and have it so they're not missing that window that is actually being shown that the window is a real thing but it's actually up to about like eight hours so as long as you're getting your protein in you'll be totally fine so you don't need to worry about having it right after a workout or anything like that But if we're talking about achieving the best results in the gym possible, you actually will do best having about four meals a day with equal distribution of protein in a perfect world. So once again, easy example for me, I'm about 200 pounds, so we'll say I'm 200 pounds. That'd be 50 grams per meal spread over four meals. You might say, what about three? Three has been shown to be slightly worse than four, and five or six has actually been shown to be a little bit worse than four as well. So four is kind of that magic point. Now is it the end of the world if you have five or six meals or you have a few snacks? Absolutely not. This is where we're getting really in the weeds and people will get so concerned with this and over optimize with protein timing amongst other things and really kind of neglect their ability to focus on what's important, which is hitting these numbers consistently and hitting them daily. That should be your first metric and your big consideration And one thing I kind of want to add, taking a step back on how much you should have per day, if you're eating 50 grams and you're a 200 pound male, don't just start eating 200 because I said a gram, work your way up, like kind of let yourself naturally come into that. You will get benefits by increasing that protein and working up to that number and shocking yourself from about 50 to 200 would be very hard on your digestive system and would be quite a radical shift. But once again, if you're kind of in that four meal, be totally optimized i really like having three big meals that's kind of what i've been doing lately and i'm okay with that because that helps me adhere it helps me stay in my calories it helps me get my protein and that's where i feel best but if you wanted to optimize every factor that four meal would be that sweet spot and you might ask okay well what if i have too little protein with one of my meals the goal would be to make it up that next meal there is only so much your body can use once again for those functions but this is really like beat on for no reason and instead you should be looking at that some of the day ideally you wouldn't be having all 201 meal but it still is better to get in reasonable amounts as you need it and that pretty much is the episode without getting too too in the weeds there's a million different things you could say any which way and protein can be quite a dense boring and overcomplicated subject but really just breaking it down Aim for about a gram body weight to a day, work up to that. If you're deep in a cut or you're doing a show, you go up to 1.25 to cover your bases. If you love protein, you love those sources, you're welcome to have more, but just make sure it doesn't come at the cost of other things like carbs and fats. And if you're having too little in one meal, make it up in the next meal. If you have too little in one day, you should try to avoid that because it is really pivotal and important, especially if you're putting on muscle, you're training hard, it's gonna be a great tool to help you continue to put on more muscle and develop. But that is pretty much protein in a nutshell. Um, you're gonna wanna get great sources. Good sources will be obviously from your meats. And if you don't eat meat, you may need to have a little bit more protein to make up for that. But you can still see fantastic results as a vegetarian or vegan. It may just take a little more effort. But that's it for me. What do you got, Kyle?
1: Yeah, just one other thing because uh, whenever someone signs up for our online coaching program, we have about five to six eBooks that we send out. And you know some are, we actually have 53 high protein recipes that we've put together. We have a form eBook. Um, and then we also have suggested food lists. But the one that I wanted to share briefly, we do have a bunch of different suggestions in terms of high protein, especially because I know a lot of people struggle with this. I mean, carbs and fat, anywhere you go, you just see it and it's easily accessible. And when people think protein, they just think, like they do think just chicken and protein powder. Um, that's kind of what I've heard a lot of people say. Um, so I just wanted to share a couple different options aside from those two, you know, even one can of tuna for 114 calories can be 24 grams of protein, a protein bar, you know, 200 calories could be 20 grams of protein. Egg whites is another great alternative, a hundred calories, 17 grams of, um, protein, you know, steak, 140 calories for 24 grams of protein. Once again, serving size varies, but I'm just reading out a bunch of, different options that comes within our ebook as well you know there's different things like beef jerky lean cuts of pork lean cuts of turkey skim milk salmon tilapia flavored greek yogurt um you know non-flavored greek yogurt lean ground beef the list goes on so there are a lot of great things that you can rotate through where you don't feel like you're just chugging scoops of protein all day like some people think that having more protein is and when you just sustainably fit it into your diet and you just rotate these different things or have the same thing and you just eat a nice and balanced, nutritious diet and focus solely like the biggest tip I have is focus on each meal and ask yourself, where am I getting the protein and build your meal around that. And that's something that can help a lot of people. And uh, I hope it helps you as well.
0: Yeah. And if you're like, what the heck, this is way too much numbers This is way too complicated. I just want to work out hard, eat right. Like I'm not here to be calculating all these different things reach out to us, let us do the hard work for you. There's a reason if your pipe bursts in your house, very likely you're not gonna be the one to go change it. You're gonna get a professional a plumber because you wanna sit there, do the research, understand it, make sure you're doing it right, make sure you're not screwing up the water in the rest of your house. And it's the same with this, having a coach to make sure you're on the right plan, you're eating right nutritionally to see the best results possible in a healthy and sustainable way where you can still have a life put on a lot of muscle, see a lot of change. And once again, we guarantee five times faster results because we know when we get in there and we optimize everything, you're gonna progress at a rate that you'll be amazed by. And you'll take all the guesswork out of this and you can just rest easy knowing me and Kyle are taking care of you one-on-one. And once again, to take advantage of that, go ahead, DM us on Instagram with the keyword coach. We will take great care of you. Our Instagram is at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And we wanna thank every single one for tuning in today. Make sure to highlight this episode. If you need to go back and refer to it, definitely do so. I know it is pretty dense. I try to make it as simple as possible. So I really do hope you enjoyed that as well. But thank you for listening. Peace out.